Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, uh, Ted Marr, broadcasting today for, with my help with my good friends Don and Doug on BBS Radio 1. We had some technical difficulties this morning, but we're, we're rolling finally, and it's so good to have you all here. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much better place. This is, this is an exciting time, my friends. This is the um, seventh time um, humanity and this planet have tried to ascend. Mother Earth started ascending back in September 2016 after waiting patiently for tens of thousands or even millions of years for humanity to finally make the right choices so that um, she could ascend with her. In September 2016, the, um, uh, the frequency of this planet, what's called the Schumann Residence, doubled from 7.8 hertz to 13.8 hertz because Mother Earth was sick and tired of waiting for humanity to make the right choices. So she started descending and basically told here on the planet that um, I'm going to go ahead and ascend. For those of you who want to come along, you're welcome to come with me. Um, and if you don't want to ascend, then you can you can leave this planet and go off to uh, to another planet and in the third dimension. So that's what's been happening since that time, my friends. And um, we are starting to ascend now. We are in the fourth dimension and will be in the fifth dimension um, by this summer. Uh, we also have an opportunity to go as high as the eighth or even ninth dimension within the next two years. So it's an exciting time to be alive. And um, this planet, uh, the purpose of my show is to help people, uh, is to raise consciousness and help people make the right choices so that they, so that they will ascend. <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> With today's show, we should have approximately 1.37 billion listeners in over 100 countries. And off-planet, we should have right around 830 million benevolent souls li listening off-planet. I want to especially thank all my friends uh, in the Galactic Alliance and the Pleiadians as well. Um, the the signal, uh, I'm told by my Pleiadian friends, is now being beamed um, from from here on earth to to the uh, to the mothership above mount chasta and from there to alcyon which is the main base for the uh Pleiadians, uh 464.4 light years from here and that in turn is beamed to the galactic alliance an alliance of seven trillion entities or 450 million planets so there's a lot of um a lot of benevolent <coughs> extraterrestrials who are very interested as to what happens on this planet because what happens on this planet affects the rest of this solar system and also affects the rest of this universe as well. So your decisions are important. Um, each of us have the spark of God within us, um, uh, that, that uh, the beautiful supreme being who created all that there is. And so all of us have a responsibility to think before we act, to make the right choices for the ascension, not only for ourselves, but for our children and our children's children and for many future generations. The choices you make, you make now will affect you for many, many, many lifetimes um, to come. And um, But um, I'm so glad you're all here today. We've got a fantastic show. Um, the um, At about 11 a.m. I'll be bringing on Augie Nost, who's the, um, who's the head of a program called the Mastermind Program. And we'll be talking about time travel. It's a, it's a, it's a field that I'm personally very interested in. I do quite a bit of time travel um, uh, myself into the future, into the past, into the present. And uh, I have a spiritual mentoring program 
where I teach people how to time travel um, into the uh, into the future as well as the past and present, and it's a lot of fun. But you have to call you have to follow the protocols exactly because if you don't, you can end up out in the middle of nowhere and not have a way to get back. There was a fellow, um, and Augie knows, and we we can talk about this um, during on the show today who used to sell time travel machines. He'd gotten the technology from some benevolent extraterrestrials and he used to sell them. I almost bought one several times during the last couple of years, but I always hesitated because my um, my Pleiadian friends and benevolent galactic friends said that uh, the technology wasn't perfect. And for example, let's say you use the, you use the technology and you went back to 17th century France outside of Paris and in a time where electricity didn't exist yet and you needed electricity to run your machine. So if you ended up in a rural village in France outside of Paris in the 17th century and you needed electricity to <coughs> to um, get your machine powered up to come back to this time and space continuum, you wouldn't be able to do it for another 200 years. <laughs> so you might have a small problem. So it's um, yeah, the, the, the machines, I don't know if they're still available they were available on eBay for something like $299. I always thought it was it was funny. You could look them up and type in time travel on eBay. I don't know if they're still available or not, but um but if you do if you do use one of those, be very careful because you can end up in a century in a time dimension where there's no electricity and you won't be able to power up your machine to come back. Um, you know, so uh just just be buyer beware, <laughs> I guess, if you do do that kind of thing. When I time travel, <coughs> I go into a meditative state, and I, 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 have to, I have to follow a precise protocol. If you don't follow that protocol exactly, you can end up in another dimension or another time and space and, and have problems getting back. <coughs> During the, um, after World War II, with the help of the um, uh, negative reptilians, the U.S. government did have time travel facilities um, at Montauk. Um, on on the uh, northern part of, of Long Island, and uh, they would take little children and they they'd outfit them with cameras on their heads and send them in these time travel machines into the future and into the past. And unfortunately, they wouldn't care what happened to them. A lot of the kids were lost, never to, to seen return again. And it was really pretty horrible what what they did. Um, I don't think it's running now, but it was running for several decades. And I knew people who actually had been on the program. But um, anyway, as, as um, um, uh, with, with today's show, we'll have uh, Augie Nost on at, at 11 a.m. Pacific time, followed by uh, 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 Susie Ward with Matthew Speaks. Her son's been on the other side since, uh, I believe, 1987, 1986, after he was in a tragic uh, motorcycle accident. And then he contacted his mom again in the early 90s and said he wanted to to, to give messages um, from the other side, from the angelic room, to humanity on this planet as to how we, we could uh, raise our consciousness in preparation uh, for the ascension. And this is exactly why I started my radio show 10 years ago in 2013 in Seattle on KKNW at 1150 a.m., and so um, we, it's always fun to have Susie on. She'll be coming on in about um, about an hour and, and ten minutes with the latest um, the the latest um, uh, uh, messages from Matthew. One of the things that Matthew did say 
uh, on his latest message on April 1st, 2023, is that uh, we will have another brief lockdown, but it, it'll fail. It'll be a, a, the last attempt by the negatives to enslave humanity. But it and it will not it, and it will not work. You know something funny, friends. I had prepared this long, <coughs> uh, like nine or ten page briefing of today's show, and for some strange reason, I can't pull it up. On uh, I can't cannot pull it up. So everything's going to be have to be done with um, with memory and um, my uh, a little bit of coffee today. <laughs> but I I remember most of it anyway. So that's a that's a good thing. We all chose to be here on this planet, and I want to tell people that there were many souls who couldn't who couldn't be part of this ascension because there were not enough bodies um, around. Um, so it's it's a um, it's it's not a right it's a privilege to be here at this time on this planet because in this dimension in the third dimension now we're going into the fourth and we'll be into the fifth in in later this year um there you can make tremendous spiritual progress and learn all kinds of things that you cannot learn as quickly on the spiritual side of of the uh, of, of life so um i i want everyone to realize that um i know life is hard for a lot of people on this planet but good times are coming and i want people to to recognize that also there's a lot of information coming out now about the uh the shot program about how many people have been dying um and uh, there are remedies um i'm happy to send you a remedy sheet from information I've gotten from qualified medical doctors who truly care about people. <coughs> and uh, simple, inexpensive remedies, uh, just uh, send me uh, an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or to outofthisworldradio at, um, at protonmail.com. I'm happy to send it to you. It's free. <coughs> Many of the remedies don't cost anything. I'm certainly no medical doctor, so this information is from uh, different medical doctors who've recommended various inexpensive and free and free remedies um, that'll that'll really uh, uh, help people. I wanted to tell everybody I'll be going back to um, uh, Mount Shasta this year at the end of June and also at the end of August. <clears throat> um, the only requirement that the people of Telos and the Pleiadians ask is that everyone be of a, of a high vibrational level and be positive about uh, uh, about coming there. Last year we we had um, last year it was uh, we had an amazing time. Many people, uh, all the people who were on my trip actually um, did get a healing. One lady had had Lyme's disease for the past twenty years. She was healed up within a day. I saw all this. I was witness to the whole thing. Another uh, another lady had uh, was totally blind in one eye. She had her eyesight restored in that eye. Another woman, older lady, had uh, two cataracts on her eyes, um, and those cataracts were removed within about two days of being on the mountain. Um, we had miracle after miracle after miracle, and the way we do it, I'm certainly no medical doctor, and I don't claim to be one, but what we do is that we, we, we sit around in a circle, in a ley line, um, at a very powerful spiritual place on Mount Shasta. We connect to Adama and the people of Telos, and we pray, and we, we do uh, prayers for, for healing. And we tie into the God that everyone has to the Supreme Being within their heart. And um, I've and uh, miracle healings do occur. Um, and uh, for example, back in 2018, I had um, my, my, I've been working for very hard for many years and my heart was uh, starting to give out. 
And so Adama, the uh, spiritual head of Telos, asked, he said, would you like a new heart, Ted? And I said, I'd love one. So he gave me a new heart, and I've been feeling like a million dollars ever since. The following year, they restored my eyesight from 2050 vision in one eye to 2010 vision, crystal clear, um, razor sharp uh, um, eyesight in, in both eyes. So um, the, only, the only thing is, like I said, you have to be positive. If you, uh, we had quite a bit of inter- interference last year, however, from um, agents from a three-letter agent, from several different three-letter agencies, as well as Simon Parks, um, and uh, they tried to eliminate me, but it didn't work, and I was completely protected, as was my group. So if you are interested in going, um, if you are negative, don't even apply, because I will read your mind. My friends will read the Pladeans, and the people of Telos will warn me, and you will not be allowed to come on the trip. But if you're positive, good-hearted, and a high vibration, and want to healing, please come. We'd, we'd love to have, I'd love to have you uh, come along, and as I said, everyone who came on <coughs> my trips last year all received a, a healing, and they were very happy with with what happened. Um, I have noticed that the um, that the power of the uh, the influence of the negatives is declining, and I think that's why you're looking this. That's why you're seeing uh, they're they're acting so desperate nowadays. Look what they did in Ohio, for example, <coughs> North Fork Southern Railroad dumping all those terrible dioxins right in the water supply of a creek that leads that led into the Ohio River that led into the Mississippi River that had the potential of permanently poisoning seven or eight different states or approximately one third to one half of the United States. Um, fortunately, we're getting help in that and we're not getting help any help from the Biden government that fake fake the fake president. We're getting help from the Pleiades um, and from the Galactic Alliance who are cleaning it up. They're not going to let us commit suicide, my friends, and so I want people to know that. But what we can do is to uh, do, do prayers, because prayers do work, and you can do what's called the Ho'onopono prayer, which is um, it's just from Hawaiian, uh, Hawaiian shaman and shawoman. And the way it goes is something like this. You say, we're sorry, please forgive us, we thank you, and we love you. So let's all of us um, say this now. We'll say it three times. This is to help clean up the uh, toxins around Ohio and Pennsylvania and to help the people of East, East Palestine. There are also our um, wonderful people like um, uh, Mr. McGilvey uh, from uh, Louisiana, who's been donating water filters to the people of East Palestine, Ohio, um, to help them uh, drink clean water. So I wanna really thank him and his wonderful company for doing that that humanitarian work. but. <laughs> Let's say this three times. Um, thank you, Don. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. Oh, you're a great producer, Don. Appreciate your help. You say, Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. Let's say this twice more. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And let's say this one more time. <coughs> and direct when you say this, Send lots of loving and light energy to Ohio and Pennsylvania and um, ask the Galactics to come in and help heal this area. And I know they're doing it right now, and I want to thank them so much for their help, as well as the Pladeans and the beautiful people of Telos and Adama. Please say, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. I actually did an experiment about two years ago with my good friend, Dr. Libby, who's a, a scientist 
in um in in Montana and we said that prayer for many over a period of my goodness about 8 or 9 weeks um ask I asked my audience on every show for during that time over 2 months to send lots of love and light to Fukushima because at the time Tepco Tokyo Electric Power Company had the bright idea of dumping all the radiation from Fukushima into the Pacific Ocean so we would be breathing the radiation drinking the radiation and eating the radiation in the fish in the ocean most people in the world didn't think that was a very good idea fortunately and countries like uh, Korea South Korea uh, North Korea and China and the Philippines all protested against the Japanese of uh, this this Tepco's idea <coughs> and so Tokyo Electric Power Company to my to my knowledge still has not done it yet but what we did do we did prayers for over 2 months and according to my scientist friend out of Montana the radiation level of the <coughs> radiation in the radioactive holding tanks which contained the radioactive water from from Fukushima dropped by 90% during that time and um that's the power of our mind that's the power of tying into into god or the supreme being because we all have the spark of of the supreme being uh within us and i'm not talking about this in a religious sense but rather in a spiritual sense and if you tie into that positive um uh positive energy positive light of the supreme being absolutely nothing is impossible my friends and all good things are possible that's why i know we're going to get through this mess in ohio and pennsylvania uh the supreme being and the galactic alliance and the pleiadians our dear pleiadian brothers and sisters are not going to let us commit suicide we are part of god's creation <coughs> and we've been on this planet for millions if not billions of years and it is a really exciting time to um to to be here um uh uh agino agi is coming in but um we've got um we we've got my guest coming in early agi's <laughs> not scheduled for another half hour and and suzy ward's not scheduled for another uh hour but that's okay i'll let them in and they can they can listen um let me get um okay um agi are you there suzy are you there well we'll get him on here in a minute here no worries um anyway um suzy are you there maybe they maybe they got lost in a in a time vortex <laughs> and time traveled um to a to a different uh, a different time anyway that's okay suzy if you want to listen that that would be great one of the speakers i had um uh, suzy are you there i am can you hear me kid i can hear you just fine but you're not scheduled for another hour my friend I know I just realized and I'm an hour early. Oh, and, that's okay. And I can't start the video. Maybe I can later. Okay. You know, I'll All be right. back in an hour, dear. Okay, my friend. Thank you so much for coming in, Susie. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you probably I think you just did you probably just did some time travel, so. Yeah, <clears throat> probably. Okay. Okay, Susie, we'll see you in a little while, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on. At least yeah. we know the system works, so I'm I'm glad you could come on. <laughs> mm. I just finished my um my ninth annual uh Galactic Wisdom Conference. Um and we did it by Zoom. Um but next year we hope to have it in person. This is a little flyer um my my dear friend Carolyn White did. And you can uh 
<clears throat> actually the the conference was on March 18th and 19th but you can still listen to it for up to six months up until September of this year and for over <coughs> forgive me for over six for over 20 hours worth of, of lectures and presentations just fifty dollars <clears throat> and you can watch uh, all the speakers for as much as, as many times as you like to register just go to uh, www.galacticwisdomconference.com and you can um, you can you can listen to it there um, we've got some famous scientists including Dr. Jerry Pollock, who's one of the world's most famous scientists from the University of Washington. Jerry's a great guy. He has so many wonderful ideas. And he's got a, an institute called the Institute for Venture Science, in which he funds uh, um, noteworthy and, and, and well-thought-out alternative uh, uh, projects uh, for, for science. And uh, I urge you to support him. He's a great guy at the University of Washington. We also had, uh, Oli Don uh, we also had Irvin Laszlo, a famous scientist coming to us from um, uh, from Italy, talking about the upshift, what he calls the upshift or the the ascension. And um, Dr. Laszlo is um, a, a famous scientist, and uh, I'm so glad he was able to participate in my conference. Um, we also had uh, Oli Damagard, a famous uh, conspiracy specialist out of uh, out of um, out of uh, Sweden. Looks like Susie trying to enter. She can come in and listen. That's fine. Um, and uh, uh, in addition to that, Tom Palladino, a, a wonderful scalar energy healer out of Florida, he has a free <clears throat> he had a free 30-day program for people attending the conference so they could uh, get a healing from them if, if they like. Um, Susie Smith, a fantastic spiritual healer out of Florida, was was with uh, with our group as well. Had a lot of beautiful things to say. P and Cullen, um, they they have. Um, Pleiadian messages from Larkma, which is a, co a collective of six uh, six souls from the from the Pleiades, with, with always beautiful messages for humanity. Um, Emmanuel Eiter, a famous French Hollywood film director, was uh, was gave a presentation as well, as along with Samuel Chung. Now he's an interesting fellow. He's from Los Angeles, and he translated a book called the Thea Uba Prophecy, and I'll spell it for you. It's not exactly a, a household word. Word, but it's uh, spelled uh, T as in Ted, H I A O O U, B as in boy, I A. Actually, the book is available. You can either order it on Amazon or you can get it for free, download for free off his website. I believe uh, it's www.chinasong.org, and you can find out all about them. It's from um, benevolent extraterrestrials who say that they seeded this planet. Uh, 1.35 million years ago. Now that was before I was born, and most people were born here on this planet. But uh, he's got an incredible tale of of what life was like in in Mu and Mu, <coughs> in Lemuria and the Atlantean period. And I urge you to read it. Uh, it's a great book. <coughs> Samuel's been on my show several times. He'll be coming on again, I think, very, very soon. Alfred Lubbermont Weber is a great guy. He's a credible lawyer and a futurist. Lives in Vancouver, uh, Canada. And um, I'll be joining his university soon to teach uh, online. But he gave a presentation along with Dr. Angel Fernandez. <coughs> Dr. Fernandez is the head of the uh, uh, 1A1 Foundation in the Dominican Republic. And He's well, very well known in Central and South America as one of the uh, leading spiritual people in 
um, in, in, in uh, Central and South America. A great guy. He gave a wonderful pre uh, presentation. Um, Susie Ward, who will be coming on in a few minutes, gave a great presentation with messages from her son, uh, Matthew. Carolyn White, PhD, an incredible aura reader and psychic medium, um, gave her presentation as well. I always enjoy he hearing from her. <coughs> Judy Kelly, who I consider one of America's best psychics, gave her presentation as well during the conference. Um, let's see, Dr. Christopher Macklin, a wonderful spiritual healer, uh, originally from England, now living in Missouri. Great guy, gave a fantastic speech. Dr. Michelle Peel, fantastic naturopathic doctor from New, uh, from the, from Louisiana, gave a, um, uh, wonderful, um, a presentation on the Ascension and how we are shifting into these higher, uh, higher spiritual realms right now as we speak. And, uh, she is always a very positive, uh, speaker. Wonderful to hear from her. Always full of positivity and good things to say. Jesse Hall, um, the missing link. <clears throat> he has a radio show in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. A great guy gave a, gave the keynote speech for our start on Sunday, March 19th. A great man. Um, I, I gave a presentation on our beautiful bright future on the ascension and we also did a, um, a fundraiser for clean water for the beautiful navajo and and hopi and hopi indians and right now we are working on a project um to provide um uh, clean water for the hopi uh we've been doing this since uh 2018 and um i hope you can can contribute uh, anything would be appreciated we use the water 100 percent of, of 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 all the the monies collected um, goes to buy clean water filters for the for the beautiful Hopi people. You see, um, for for many years the Hopi have been drinking, uh, and and Navajo too, Navajo Indians. Um, they've been drinking arsenic and radiation contaminated water. And what kind of effect does that have on their health? Well, men <clears throat> on the Hopi reservation only lived to forty four years, and women only lived to fifty three years, and that's because of the radiation and arsenic. So. Um, we've been, uh, fundraising, um, we, meaning, um, Leon McLaughlin, a wonderful fellow who's the head of the Clean Water Foundation of Washington in Seattle. Uh, he's worked with the manufacturer that actually produces <coughs> these, these wonderful water filters that take out all the radiation, the arsenic and everything else out of the water for the Hopi so they can drink clean, clean water down there. Carolyn White, um, as well, wonderful lady, um, uh, aura reader. Nancy Rivard of the Airline Ambassadors. Uh, Michiko Hayashi with the um, uh, beautiful Moto Peace Project in Tokyo. And myself, of course, as well as uh, Ernest Tahoe, who's a Hopi elder. And uh, Vernon Ma Ma Masvayasva, I believe that's, that's uh, I hope I pronounced it correctly. Um, uh, Vernon, if you're, if you're listening, but it's, it's a group wide effort and it's all volunteer. Um, hundred percent of all monies we collect goes right to help the Hopi. If you'd like to help us, <coughs> like to help us or like to help the Hopi, please go to my website, triple W dot, um, out of this world readings, uh, dot com, um, and click on miscellaneous and you'll see a write up there on, on how to donate to the Hopi. You can also contact Liam McLaughlin at the Clean Water Foundation of Washington as well. I believe that website is www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org. Leon's a great guy, one of, one of my good friends, and, and he, he's been doing this now for, I think, uh, since 2018. So anyway, it's a never-ending process, but we really appreciate all, all, your, all your beautiful help. One of the places, in addition to uh, Shasta, I'll be going this year is Peru. I'm scheduled to go in May. 
<clears throat> and one of the places um, I'll be going to is uh, Machu Picchu uh, in Peru. Uh, Machu Picchu is a beautiful, amazing place. And uh, there are entrances there into the hollow earth. We'll be going there and un into these entrances. We'll also be going to Lake Titicaca, to, um, which is in the southern part of Peru next to the Bolivian border. And um, the location we'll be going to is an entrance into Agartha and the hollow earth. I actually was there, uh, <clears throat> my how time flies, three years ago now. And we hiked up to a, um, we rented a van, my small group and I, we rented this, this taxi van. <clears throat> and we got up to, um, we drove up to this place where there's a beautiful red cliff. And in the middle of this cliff, there's a, 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 a chair in built into this cliff. And in the chair itself, um, you could sit down. So I sat down in this, in this red, st red standstill. This is a true story, by the way, <clears throat> I'm not making anything, any of this up. And we sat down, I sat down. And I put my hand out on the, the red red sandstone, and it was spongy. You could you could put your hand through it. And I said, hmm, this is different. <laughs> and then another friend of mine uh, named Tom from New Jersey walked over to me, and he said, Ted, I can see through the rock. And I said, what? He says, yeah, the rock, You can I can see through the rock, and it looks like I'm looking at Agartha, which is a city underneath that particular location um, at Lake Titicaca. And at that point, when we when we drove up to this red red sandstone rock face, we heard a beautiful chorus of children singing, all singing. They were from Agartha, from the from the from the Hollow Earth, and they were singing to us. And I thought <clears throat> when we first got there, I thought that there was another tour group there, and there wasn't. There there was just these children from Agartha, and they were all singing and welcoming us. And we had an amazing experience because I kept looking around for um, for another tour group, and it turned out there wasn't another tour group except just the people of Agartha welcoming to the area there. There were also markers left by the Sasquatch. We saw condors flying overhead. <clears throat> in, um, they have these beautiful condor eagles in South America, like we have the bald eagle in North America. Well, they have the condor in South America. And uh, in addition to that, I also could, I, we also could clearly see Admirahalosaurus, Plidian Admirahalosaurus's uh, <coughs> mothership above us, um, uh, clearly in the sky. It was just such a beautiful evening. We almost stayed the night there, but um, cause, um, but I th think we'll be staying a night when we go back, at least one night, maybe more. I don't know. A lot of times people go into the hollow earth and they don't want to come back. And who can blame them? There is a guy... Um, uh, at a place called Hedge Hedge Falls at Mount Shasta, who went into Telos um, in 1898. And he was an explorer, and he stumbled in this cave <clears throat> at these falls right into the, into the hollow earth. And he came out once <coughs> a couple years later and told all about his travel into the hollow earth. And very few people at that time believed him. So he said, heck with this, I'm going to go, go back in. Unfortunately, where the cave is located, um, it's in a little town south of Mount Shasta. And the mayor, a couple of years ago, who was a reptilian, decided, got the bright idea of using cement and covering it all up so nobody could get in. Wasn't that nice of her to do that? But anyway, efforts are being now made to reopen the cave so people can go in. 
again. But again, if you go into that area, you have to be the highest uh, vibration. On my trips, we always go there. And um, if you want a, a, a trip of a time of your life, please come with me to Mount Shasta. It's a beautiful place. Um, uh, you can find out all information at uh, www.outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. And just click on miscellaneous. You can also <coughs> get a copy of my book. Um, got several books out. Um, this is my uh, my first book, Messages from the Masters, which our message is not not really my book so much as it is messages from John F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, uh, Dr. Masuramoto, Robert F. Kennedy uh, on our beautiful uh, bright future. And what's the fascinating thing is that everything that they've told me in this book years ago have all come true. Now, there are predictions in there as well um, that uh, have not come true yet, but I think they will because uh, everything the, the book so far has had a 100% track record of everything they've told me. And, you know, when you contact spirits on the other side, <clears throat> they only they only come from a base of truth. They don't play third dimensional games of not telling you the full truth or telling you lies because when you're an angel in the fifth dimension, that's all you get is the truth. The book's just $20 and if you'd like a copy, <coughs> please go to my website out of this world readings.com and you can um, you can find a, a copy there. Along with the book is a very interesting newspaper article. I've talked about this before. Let me grab it here. Here it is. <clears throat> this is from the Christ, Christchurch Star in New Zealand. You can clearly see the headline. It says, Kennedy shot dead. What's interesting, and I've talked about this before, um, the, the news story that formed the basis of this article was released by the U.S. Embassy in Auckland, New Zealand on November 22nd, 1963 in New Zealand. Because of the dateline change, on November 22nd in Auckland, New Zealand, the date was actually November 21st in the United States, and our dear President John F. Kennedy was still very much alive in Washington, D.C., doing his, you know, being president. And um, so what had apparently happened is that uh, John F., uh, uh, Vice President Johnson, uh, J. Edgar Hoover of the, F of the FBI, the CIA, and and uh, some of the banks uh, got together and they wanted to get rid of President Kennedy. So they concocted this story about Oswald shooting Kennedy, um, as is in this paper. And they asked all the U.S. embassies to release this story about Oswald uh, killing President Kennedy on November 22nd. Uh, well, um, a little there was a little difficulty with that in New Zealand because on November 22nd, <coughs> in New Zealand, the time is actually November 21st here in the United States. So um, at any rate, uh, this story was released, uh, was issued while President Kennedy was still alive. And you can read all about it. It actually says there were three shots, three shots, not one, but three. And that President Kennedy died uh, at midnight on November 22nd, another lie, uh, incorrect, because he actually died at about 1.30 in the afternoon Dallas time on November 22nd. Um, but it makes very interesting reading. And, you know, the cabal's not perfect. They screwed up on this, but it's been carefully buried. Actually, Oliver Stone's um, movie, <coughs> JFK, is the one where I found this out about this. And um, it's a very interesting story how I got a copy of that uh, back in uh, 2017. <coughs> Excuse me, while I was writing my book, I had a very tough time getting a copy of that newspaper. I called, I actually called the 
the library in Christchurch, New Zealand, and I said, hey, could you send me a copy of this newspaper? And the best they could do was send me a little tiny inch by one and a half inch along um, very, very small uh, copy of the newspaper. And I said, I told him, I said, well, thanks for sending this to me, but, you know, I, I'll, I will need an electron microscope to decipher it. And they said, well, if you, Mr. Mar, if you want, you can fly to New Zealand, spend $5,000, and we'll give you a copy of the paper there, a large copy. And I said, gee whiz, thanks. I don't have $5,000 at the moment to pay for a plane ticket <coughs> to fly to New Zealand. And I was sitting at my computer. I'll never forget this. I was sitting at my computer, and at the time, I heard President Kennedy say, Ted, go to your computer and click on that little that little, uh, that little postal si postage size, stamp size copy of the newspaper. I clicked on it and it did a full screen. So I didn't need to fly to New Zealand after all. It's, it's published as part of my book, but you can, you can read that as well. Um, I also published another book a couple months ago called <clears throat> Journey to the Other Side, Talking to Angels and Other Benevolent Beings. This is a how-to book on how to um, talk to angels and benevolent extraterrestrials, including the, the Pleiadians. The, the cover picture of this book, actually, this is an angel I photographed when I was flying from Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo, Japan, back in, I think it was uh, 2017. <clears throat> and this was, uh, the, the pink color is love. And this is actually one of the many angels who, who um, accompanied me and protected me um, on, my, on my trip. But um, it, and uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it took me several years to write, but it's only like $20, $21. If you'd like a copy, you can go to Amazon or you can go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. Um, There's also um, a German edition <clears throat> of, my, um, of my book, Messages from the Masters. It's published by um, uh, Michael Palente of AMRA Publishers, A-M-R-A, and you can look that up on their website. <clears throat> it's, it includes an updates from uh, President Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Dr. Moto, and many other great spirits about our beautiful, bright future. And the, the German title, Die ganze Welt Einstein. The whole world is is one. And it's a beautiful book. Uh, it's been greatly um, expanded and augmented with uh, current updates. And I think you'd really enjoy it. That's I think that's 22 euros um, ordered from AMRA Publishers. I also have some information about that on my website at outofthisworldreadings.com and you can book under books and find that as well. I'm currently writing a fourth book now um, with messages from <coughs> um, the Plidian Admirhalosaurus and the Plidians uh, as well as Adama and the Telosians on um, how we on this, how humanity on this planet might uh, configure our society when we shift into the fifth dimension, which will be later this year. For one thing, we won't need the government, heavy-handed government uh, we, we have now, because people will know how to, how to act. We will have a military, but it'll be part of a larger space force, which will protect this planet from any uh, negative, <coughs> negative entities who are trying to attack or trying to enslave us. Um, the... Um, and it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful time for humanity. It's it's the kind of society and the kind of world that President um, uh, Kennedy wanted um, wanted to create uh, back if if he had lived in the sixties. Um, if he had lived, um, uh, Robert F. Kennedy would have been um, the succeeding president, and we would have been in the fifth dimension since the nineteen seventies. Um, Vietnam War would have never happened. All the money spent on the Vietnam War would have gone 
to making this planet a better a better place. And there's actually a timeline in my messages from the Master's book about what would have happened had uh, John F. Kennedy uh, lived. And it's fascinating reading. It's it's another timeline, of course, that wasn't taken. But the good thing <clears throat> is that uh, the negatives may try to kill us. They may try to give us a shot program and all kinds of horrible things. But none of none of what they're doing right now is going to work. Everything is going to fail. And as Data used to say on on Star Trek, resistance is futile for the for the negatives because they're going to lose this battle. <clears throat> and uh, sooner they realize that, the better off it'll be. Um, if people the people should realize um, that. Uh, when we're all done with this ascension process and we are in the higher dimensions and we're getting there right now, <clears throat> um, the, the, the model um, of this planet of, of both positives and negatives living together on one planet um, as, as one people, if you, you could see, even though they're not people, but um, as, as, as a loving, peaceful, harmonious planet, will be the model for the rest of this universe and the rest of this galaxy. And that's the important thing about, about Earth. If you look at Earth, it's really pretty amazing. But this is a picture of the uh, Milky Way galaxy here. And Earth itself is way off, way off here in the very tip. We are in the boondocks. We're not close to anything. You have to want to come here. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but of all the planets in this solar system, in this galaxy, in this universe, Earth has been the laggard. We have been holding back the rest of the evolution of this solar system, the rest of the evolution of this galaxy, and the rest of the evolution of this universe by by not choosing to ascend sooner. And Mother Earth is tired of it. She said, fine, humanity, you, you do what you want, but I'm ascending. <coughs> so um, that's why uh, my program was started back 10 years ago to start to help people ascend. Um, that's why I know uh, Susie, Susie Ward with Matthew Speaks. That's what I don't want to speak for Matthew and Susie, of course, but I know that that's per, one of the purposes of their show is to raise consciousness. And Augie Nost, of course, wonderful fellow who will be coming on <coughs> in a few minutes, um, will be talking about it as well. So we all have a purpose, uh, my friends, to, to be here at this moment in, in human history. Um, there's going to be some challenges this year, and I want to briefly touch on that as well, how to prepare for it. Um, they are planning to collapse the value of the U.S. dollar. That's been in, um, because if they can destroy the United States, they believe that they can destroy our hope for freedom. The, US, the United States was actually established as a beacon of light for the rest of the world. We're not perfect. We have a lot of problems here, and we've been taken over by some very, very deep state um, negative forces who are trying to wipe us out and eliminate us. But it's not, it's just just not gonna work. Um, financially, I'm no best investment advisor, but you can see the handwriting on the wall. The BRICS nations are going to get together. They're going to create, they are creating a new currency right now for trading in, in oil. And when that happens, my friends, in later this year, the value of the dollar is gonna go one way, that's down. And so um, to hedge against that, um, it would be very wise um, to get at least some silver and gold. <clears throat> you, can, you can buy it from any reputable coin shop in the United States, um, but at least to get some to hedge your bets. Um, I don't know what the stock market's gonna do, but we are already in an inflationary pattern. Our inflation rate now is going over 40%, maybe even 50% here in the United States. 
and the the fake president Biden is doing everything possible he can <coughs> to destroy this great country. And I want people um, to remain strong. You've got all the the beautiful spirits um, uh, uh, having uh, watching your back. All the angels are behind you. And uh, they're helping you. And if you want to contact the Pladines, if you want to contact the Galactics and ask them for help, do this simple meditation. Um, put your hand on your heart and you do what's called the hue. The hue is part of what's called hue man. And you say it like this, hue. Let's say it twice more. And when you say it, it's a flag to the, to the Galactics and the Pladines will come in and just, they'll help you. You just have to ask for help. Let's do it twice more. Hugh. And one more time. Hugh. I want to know, tell everyone, uh, give everyone this important message today that we are all powerful spiritual beings <clears throat> meant to create a much better and happier planet. We're not here to be enslaved. We're not here to be an unhappy. We're not here to die of myocarditis uh, from uh, from some crazy pharmaceutical company who wants to kill us. We're here to, ha to be happy, enjoy life, and spread love and light throughout the world. That's our purpose, my friends. Not to be fighting, not to engage in endless wars in Ukraine that go on forever and ever and ever and ever. We're not here to support um, to support uh, war and injustice. We're here to to make to to to, to live to our fullest extent. Uh, with the with as as representatives of God or the supreme being, because we all have the supreme being uh, within us. And once you realize that, and once you realize that we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet, um, I know things um, are will turn around and are turning around right now. The elites on this planet, the negative elites who try to control us, all know that they've lost the war. We have a lot of challenges and we've got some battles ahead of us right now. <clears throat> in France, for example, we don't get anything from our mainstream media here. And I want to um, to show you this real quick um, because it uh, it it'll um, I think you'll you'll see what I mean. There's there's tremendous riots going on in France right now against Macron. I don't I don't see how the. Um, French government even exists nowadays. Uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport is completely shut down. There's, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, um, uh, I don't see how any any commerce or any anything is functioning in that country. And you realize that immediately when you uh, <coughs> when you look at what's happening with with the people there and the uh, um, and all the demonstrations. Let me just play you a little taste of that now. Here we go. This is happening in France now. This is not reported in the U.S. media, but it sure is happening. Let me show you something here. Okay, that's happening in France right now, even though it's not reported in our crappy uh, media. 
Um, you don't see that on, on ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, NPR, nothing. There's nothing about it at all. But it's happening right now in every single village, every single city in, in, in France, and in Paris especially. There are riots everywhere. The country is paralyzed. It's also happening in Israel right now. <coughs> and the elites who control <coughs> the mass media here in the United States don't want us to wake up. They don't want us to know that people are waking up and they're standing up for their rights. And it's just a matter of time before this sleeping giant called the United States of America, the people here, are will wake up. And we are starting to wake up now. As more and more people die from the shot program, they realize that they've been absolutely lied to by the fake president, by Biden, what's his name, who exists only on CGI screens. Um, we deserve a better country than what we've got. We deserve a better government than what we've got. Um, the founders of the Constitution uh, started this country back in 1776 for the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's what we deserve, my friends. And we have to, but we have to stand up for it. If you hear any nonsense about people like Q saying, oh, just sit back and trust the plan, what plan and who do you trust? That's just a psyop to keep people placated so they don't do anything against the, the, um, the negatives. But we all, all have a responsibility, not only to ourselves, but our children and our children's children. And I want you to know, everyone, that we have, we have thousands and thousands of, of angels behind us. And uh, the Galactics, the Pleiadians, and many other benevolent extraterrestrial human civilizations are all watching us to see what kind of decisions we make. Because the decisions we make today will affect us for for thousands and millions of years to come. So make it make the good ones for yourself and your family and always trust your heart, mind, your intuition as to what's, what's important. And with that, my good friend Augie here. Uh, Augie, you're right on time, just after 11 a.m. Pacific time. Augie, how are you doing? Can you hear me okay? <coughs> here you go, yes, now I'm here. Okay, great, Augie. So nice to have you come on. At least you came on, you came on early, which was good, and we knew that the system was working because sometimes yeah. people get on and they can't hear or or anything. So uh, yeah, I was just <laughs> testing the numbers that you gave me. Uh, you know, for being on the air for twenty five, thirty years, I know there there loose ends everywhere, and I just wanted to make sure there weren't any. <laughs> okay. Well, Augie, you've had an interesting background. Um, you have what's called your mastermind project, and I'd written up this long bio for you. But, you know, we had technical difficulties, or maybe I was getting messed with this morning, where I couldn't open the file that I'd written up, you know, your biography. So everything's done by memory. I remembered your name, and I remembered your work. <laughs> so, so could you give out your... <laughs> your website and uh, the kinds of stuff you do. And then I want to talk a little bit about time travel and also the ascension and, and what you see happening in the world and how we can make this world a better place in 25 words or less, if you don't mind. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, um, I saw that clip that you did from, uh, from going on in France. Oh, yeah. And uh, they've had it in uh, Belgium and the Netherlands, and uh, they've had it a lot of places over there, not just France and Israel, too. Right. Europe is, com Europe is coming apart. It is. It is. Yeah. It's splitting in half. But, well, I think it's coming down to the fact that, uh, you know, the French, they've had a revolution once before. 
Well, you know, and I think it's in their DNA. And the other thing, too, is that the astrologically speaking, Augie, all the planets are exactly the same as they were in seventeen from 1776 to 1812. Really? Yeah. And it's it's if the energies are still there. So we're looking at a revolution worldwide, including yeah. the United States. And then that's why the negatives have been so keen to kill us off with the shot program, with the enslavement of the 15 minute cities. You know, uh, China is their um, is their uh, fascist um, uh, a role model for the rest of the world. But people are, are hate it. They're not going to stand up for it. You know, yeah. the United States is a little slow, though. You know, there, yeah, there's I mean, too many people on the couch uh, eating pretzel and drinking beer. And I think there is one way to wake up the American public, and that is to start rationing beer. And I'll tell you, they'll come off the couch so fast. No, no, no. no. With President Biden, there's one way to wake him up, and that's take yeah. away his yo-yos. And yeah, take, take away his yo-yos, and then he'll throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the American, when they start, you know, there is this program, you know, Operation Bluebeam, and when that comes into full, that, I think, will wake the people up to the fact, because there's been talk about it. Everybody has, everybody has heard about it, and they are thinking, ah, of course not. You know, that will never happen. This is America. But when it happens, I think they're going to come alive. And because um, there is, uh, I'm going to go there for about two minutes. You can say anything you like as long as it's not illegal, immoral, or fattening on my show. Yeah, yeah. And, no, uh, you're, limited, you're limited to 50 swear words per hour. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the, there is this <clears throat> government document. It's about a, it's got about 120 pages, and I haven't read all of it, but I read enough to know that it's their plan to create a fake alien invasion mm. with holographic, covered the sky with UFOs, and in between the UFOs, there's going to be a few real ones, or one of ours, that'll be shooting at things on the ground, shooting down the military right. airplanes, right. shooting down airliners. This is what is in the plan. Right. And they are talking, uh, in fact, NASA <laughs> fired their administrator for making a speech where he said there will be an alien invasion before 2025. They fired him. And then they rethought that. So they hired him back on and put him on indefinite sick leave so they could <laughs> control him. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, there was a fellow at my conference named Samuel um, Chong, great guy, and he's translated a book called The Thea Uba Prophecy. The Thea Ubas are benevolent beings. I think they're human. Not sure. I think they are. Anyway, they helped a Frenchman named Michael Desset write a book that detailed the history for, for 1.35 billion years. Um, on this planet, how they seeded this planet, everything. And one of the things um, he, he's, they said in the book was that there were four things that, that were impeding our progress to ascension. The first place was uh, money. The second was um, uh, journalists, cabal journalists. The, the third thing was religion. And there was another fourth thing. I can't remember now, but uh, um, but it's a fascinating book. But governments. Governments, yeah, standing in the way of our ascension, yeah. But that's that's one of the things Nostradamus has said in the future. 
Augie, we'll have a lot smaller government units here on the planet because we won't, people will know how to act. I mean, if you look at a flock of geese, for example, there aren't geese police, you know, giving tickets out to individual, you know, geese and ducks for flying too fast, right? Because everybody, all of them know how to act. And I think humans are the same way. We we know all how to act. We don't need to have some heavy-handed police forces, um, you know, tell us what what to do. Well, I remember back in the 1960s, police, they were our friends. Mm -hmm. We stopped and uh, talked and had fun and just sometimes, you know, share show off our guns together and see hey which which is the nicest nicest gun that's the whole purpose to help the help humanity yeah they're here to help us and now they turn into our uh well they're still do some good things i shouldn't give them that much of a bad rap because it's difficult uh, being a police officer it's probably one of the hardest jobs in the whole world it's a thankless job i would think um you know what i mean and um but they're you know you know they're they're good they're good people um generally speaking good people and um but this polarization you see a lot of it happening um in in, in, in it makes me sad in a way because we're all one we all have that spark of, of god within us i think you said it you said they're good people i totally agree they're good people caught in a bad system but just for another 30 seconds i want to talk to all the christians and the muslims out there because in Operation Bluebeam. They talk about the fact that they will create the image of Jesus in the sky and he will be talking to you in your head. Now, that will be a hologram and there will be beaming microwaves that has keyed on voice to it to your head and you will hear his voice. Interesting. Now, if you're a Muslim living in Saudi Arabia, don't worry. These people don't discriminate against religions. You're going to see Muhammad. Interesting. And he will be talking to you. This is in their own papers. I see. Planned it and watch for it. And when it happens, um, there is almost a billion guns in the United States. And I bet some of those guns are going to be pointing upwards at some of these things. So uh, there will be a revolution when that happens. But I don't see it before. There's too much beer and pretzels in the United States. Well, it's it's coming, my friend. It's coming. You know, the I've, I have friends in Australia, and their guns were taken away in 1987. Yeah. After some nutcase uh, in a shopping center in Tasmania shot a whole bunch of people, and then the the Australian government said, "Well, we can fix this. Just just give us all your guns and trust us. Trust the government." Yeah. Like what they did in Australia the last couple of years has become a horrible place. No freedoms. No rights. People struggle. A lot of beautiful people down there, spiritually enlightened people. And Australia is one of my favorite countries. But if they had their guns still, they would do things very differently. They've tried to take away our guns here in in the United States. It's going to fail. There is a government agency. It's called the United States Disarmament Agency. Nobody hears about it. It's a real agency that works slowly and silently behind the curtain to promote the confiscation of guns. Really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, Take that one to the pipe and smoke it. This is what they got plans for you. Yeah, well, it's not going to work. When they have the guns taken away from you, it's going to happen. 60 million people were murdered in Russia. 
about 25 or so in China. Yeah. And Pol Pot over in Vietnam, they, when you confiscate the gun, the governments, they massacre the people. Right, 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 right. Well, we haven't, I haven't even mentioned um, the, uh, what the, what, what's the guy's name? District Attorney Bragg in New York City charging uh, Trump with 50 million felonies. I mean, talk about ridiculous. There's no, there's no evidence for it, nothing. But I, I'm glad I haven't wasted my t- my airtime on it today because it is a waste of time to talk about it. There's nothing there, yeah, and other distractions. So anyway, oh, you wanted to talk about time travel, dude. <laughs> you must have read my mind. I got yeah. you off track there. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. You know, I've never seen a time where there's so many things going on, Augie. I mean. It's, I mean, just look at things, you know, the, the tax on the dollar, a fake president, uh, tax on the poor people of Ohio and Pennsylvania with dioxins. Um, one thing after another, we could, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in, in Canada, in Japan, Australia, New Zealand, um, Russia. I mean, you name it. There's France is up in smoke, basically. Israel is continual writing you don't hear about anything about that from our our crappy media well that's that's how it works yeah right right so well um where do you think we're going to be in six months augie where are we going to be yeah how do you think the world will look in six months i think it'll be a better place i think these conflicts will be resolved um yeah i think we I think I'm going to give it 30 days about that mm. for a major revelation of some extremely important information about what we have been lied about, which mm-hmm. is going to do a lot of good to wake people up. Mm-hmm. But then they keep watching TV, so they get Put to sleep again. I, I think I think people are going to wake up, though. I really do. Yeah. I think they, they are. And they're waking up now, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there is one thing that I, uh, I found out, too, that uh, I'm going to... When he talked, you wanted to talk about time travel, and that is kind of an important subject. Okay. Because... We hardly ever talk about these things, and uh, people don't understand it. But there are timelines going from the present into the future. Whatever you have done in the past, what you allow to dwell in your mind the most, that is what you're going to have in your future, whether you are thinking about it or not thinking about it. Because everything that you have done has gone in as an impression into the subconscious mind. And the mind creates a subconscious mind program on it, and it keeps running and running and running, all the time controlling your presence uh, in the now. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we can change if it is negative. We can get rid of the negative programming. We can actually create a positive one because most people, they are running their lives 90% on the basis of memory, what they have done and been experiencing in the past. That's very true. 10% or less of new thinking about Mm -hmm. what they can do. Mm -hmm. 
And here is something uh, that I can I, I can tell you what I do. To, I am not worried about the future at all because I have already created it. Mm -hmm. And that's the saying. If you want to know what the future is going to be, create it. And that's, that's, that's I create something in my mind that is so big and so in concept and detail, I add emotion to it, details, and I add intention because I consider it done. It is there. And then I add the feeling and the emotion of love with it because this is the spiritual language. Mm -hmm. The spiritual language is not one of words. It is one of emotion and love and feeling and intention and all those things. When you speak to the universal mind in that language, it listens and you have placed it into the universal mind and you can go there and pull it back into your present sometime in the future when you need it and want it. So I created this image of what I want in my future and I place it in the future somewhere. And I keep doing this ever so often. And then I go back and forth and visit it every day. And when you do that, you lay down attractor strings to it, little white threads. And those are actually real outside of the physical. And those strings pull you up this timeline to that thing that you created in the future. This is neuroscience and spiritual science. And uh, when you keep doing that, you get drawn up that timeline and you do whatever you can to help make it happen. And then when the time comes, let's say you place it at a New Year's party when you're standing around and toasting what you have created, then you just walk into it. It is there for you because you already have created it. And I know this sounds a little far out there. For some people, that's okay. Go with it. First of all, you got nothing to lose and you got everything to gain if it works for you. Mm -hmm. So just go do it. And in fact, there is a concept within time travel that let's say that you have something that stupid thing you did in the past that controls your present. <clears throat> you can actually get rid of the thing in the past because there are repeatable scientific experiments that has proven that you can go back and change the past. If I had more time, I can explain those experiments well, to you. But I tell you, they are there and you can go back. What you do, you go back to a time and lock yourself in, in your mind to a time before that stupid thing you did and then at that time decide to make a different decision than the one you did that was stupid. Interesting. Okay. Now you start, if you keep doing that, you just might create a new timeline and you might find yourself in it. Dr. Michelle Peel has said the same thing. Really? She, yeah. She said the same thing uh, at my conference and she said, um, uh, you can you can create different timelines on it. Mm -hmm. um, 
she she gives the example. There's an island in the middle of Crater Lake in Southern Oregon. And she has looked at different pictures. (laughs) And sometimes the island is in the northern part of Crater Lake. Sometimes the island is in the southern part of Crater Lake. And sometimes the island is just not there. And those are all different timelines that people have created. And and, and it's fascinating, but it's, it, it correlates with what you said. So, I mean, and you could do the same thing with the shot program. You could go back to the time where um, the media lied to you, the CDC lied to you, um, all these entities um, lied to you, and you say, well, I don't want to do this. This was bad for me. So you can go back and travel in time and go to the another timeline where you didn't take it, and now you, you're on a normal timeline without any problems. Yeah. What you just explained, there is there is possibilities for those things embedded in the principles of quantum mechanics. Interesting. Okay. Yes, it can be done because now we, we start messing with time. The timelines is something that took me a good while to understand because now I do. In fact, one timeline that is parallel to us and going on, Hillary Clinton won the presidency and we went through World War Three. A oh, nuclear wow. war. Is that what they're trying to resurrect now? Is World War Three? They they're doing I their see. darkness. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, right. they're trying. Interesting. They're trying. Yeah. And people should realize. I'm. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, I. I don't. I don't think it's going to be successful. But it's. No. It's, it's like. Um, not here. No. Not, not here. in my timeline. And I'm sitting here looking at you. So you're in my timeline too. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, well. No. It's not going to happen here. But people, there are other people out there that is totally afraid of it. Oh, I know. I know. They might wander into a timeline where they have... Well, well, Biden, been... Biden, Biden the, fake, the fake president, the fake government, has sent over $200 billion to Ukraine. He sent so much money that U.S. Um, uh, many U.S. Army soldiers didn't get paid. Um, National Guard didn't get paid in January because we sent all the money to the Ukraine. I mean, does people realize that? What's going on? Isn't that a basis for some kind of protest? I mean, yeah. give me a break. How bad does it have to get before people do something? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just the, don't know. the media cover for him. They never report on stuff like this. Of course not. You know, all of France is on flame right now. Every single village, town, and Paris is is demonstrating everything's been ground up. That's the same thing happening in Israel. Do you think he'd even write, find a, a little one-liner on CNN or any of the corrupt media in this country about it? Nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah, they don't want anybody here to know anything about this because they're afraid that, wait a minute, they're doing it in France. They don't like what the government doing. Maybe we should do the same thing. Maybe we should. Yeah, and they're afraid of those thoughts. So, uh, yeah. Mahatma Gandhi was just one person. People would come to him. Well, how can we, how can we get rid of the British? How can we get freedom for our country and our peoples? And he did it. He was just one person with one of the most populous countries on the planet. He got rid of the British in 1947. Of course, there was a lot of turmoil after that too, because there was 
religious uh, ethnic conflicts and everything, but he did it. You know, he did do it. So President Kennedy was just one person as well. Robert F. Kennedy was one person. Nostradamus was one person. We're all one person. But we all are also very powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet than what we've got now. We don't have to take this crap. We have to stand up for our rights and realize that uh, we're the best solutions we've been waiting for. Absolutely. You know? And uh, we can do that. Right. But it takes a decision to right. maybe start surrounding yourself with a, maybe a different crew of people that has a higher you could say maybe a little more advanced thinking. Right. If you're hanging around people that is not going anywhere, leave yeah. them behind. Well, it, it, on, on balance. You're, you're going to become like the people you associate with. There's right. universal success principles, and there are ways you can control your future. You can put good things in it, and it happens. I am living proof of that. I've done that. Uh, many times in my past, some of the things I created di hasn't worked yet, but a lot of it has, and it wouldn't yeah. ever have happened unless I had created it here first and placed it in the future and gone after it. In fact, for people that want to know more about how to control their future, and, uh, well, I wrote a book about stuff like this. It's called Spiritual Science, Higher Conscious Thinking, and How to Access the that's Universal a, that's a great. That is a great book. Thank you That's for mentioning that. That's a, that's a great book, Augie. Thank In you. there, I show you how to do time travel. I show you how to create your future. In right. fact, I also <clears throat> talk about the, uh, the Nobel Prize that was given to three doctors that show you how to reverse the aging process. And when you start doing stuff like that, all age-related diseases go away. But we were never told. They don't want us to know. So these are things that you can find in that book. In fact, uh, I'm not, you know, I have no shame, Ted. I've just got to show it off. No, please. Now, that's a great book. I, and please do that. That's fine. That's spirit. Spiritual science, higher conscious thinking, and how to access the universal consciousness. Now, now, you have an exercise, a chapter in your book, don't you, that talks about going into the future to find out the winning lotto numbers, um, and you can go back to present and then buy the number. And Is, is that true? You've got that in your book? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I have. Oh, God, this one is complicated. But yes, there is. So there is ways to do these things. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you, should, you know, this is something bordering on cheating, so we really shouldn't talk much about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, had a, I had a lady come to me years ago in Tacoma, and she needed some money, and um, I was giving her a reading, and... She said, would you bring in my, her grandfather showed up, who'd passed on. And they, she needed six number six numbers to win the winning lotto ticket in this mega millions thing. And usually the spirits won't, won't do anything because they want you to work for the money. But he gave her the first three numbers. And, and, then, and then I told her, well, he's saying you're on your own now, but he's given you half the numbers. Good luck. I don't know what happened to her. Uh, really, yeah. but um, I, I wish her well. You know, but he gave her three numbers. You should get in touch with her, find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, but the universe is so simple when yeah. you start thinking out of the box. In the box, nothing happens that is not the same as yesterday. You got to start sticking your toe out of the box and then move the foot out and get out of the box, kick it to the curb, put it on fire so you can never get back in it again. And out there, there is people like Ted and me and hundreds and thousands of other people out there that is interesting to listen to, interesting to associate with. You can learn from and grow into something phenomenal. And this is your decision to do well that's, that's, take that's the true. decision to start okay um we've got a um we'll be i'll be on your show tuesday uh, that's yes. right at um uh, how can people listen by the way and find okay you go to uh broadcast team alpha on youtube okay. or broadcast team alpha uh, dot com and uh, any one of the other 17 platforms, but some of them, uh, we are, we're going live on five. And then within 24 hours, they'll be placed on another 17 platforms. So you'll find it out there. But uh, okay. uh, I, I got some good things for you, Ted. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting show because I'm going to squeeze your brain and find out what good is in there. That's <laughs> That's fine, my friend. That's fine. Yeah. If somebody came up to you on the street, Aki, and said, you know, the world's a mess, but how do I make it a better place? I'm just one person. What would you What would you tell them? The first thing, I, I, I couldn't just give them one thing. That would be too simple. Okay. Uh, the first one would be get out of the box. Okay. And the second one is... Start associating with people that has what you want to have up here in the in the mind. Well, the mind I'm pointing to the heart and the brain, because those people they will bring you up in vibration to the point where you start growing spiritually. When it really comes down to it, the physical growth it's not that important because the lifetime we have here is very short. Yeah, it is. For the most people, unless you start reversing the aging process like I'm doing. But on the other hand, associate up because they will bring you to better things and you will only accept certain things. If you went too far up the ladder, you may not accept it and you say, oh, heck with this stuff. I'm going to go back to drinking beer. But associate up in stages and you're going to be brought up yeah. by associating with people that has the knowledge you are looking for. You know what my uh, Plodian friends tell me? They said that as you spiritually advance, Augie, you actually start reversing the, age, the aging process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adama, for example, um, a wonderful fellow who's who's head of you know down in Telos. He, uh, I'm going to let Susie in, but we'll finish this thought here. Um, um, he's like uh, over to about twenty five thousand years old, but he doesn't look a day over twenty nine or thirty, and that's what happens. You you start reversing the aging process. There was a lady, a uh, couple I met. Um, boy, it was back. Must have been about maybe six, seven years ago. There are beautiful humans from the Seyres. Uh, I met them through Scott Limriel. And um, she was, she and her husband 
I think she was, she said she was 256 Earth years old, but I swear she didn't look anything more than late 20s. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Um, and, the, and both her and her husband had sparkling eyes. You looked at their eyes and they were just sparkling. And that's the same with the Dhamma too. So it's, it's yeah. very, yeah. So, you know, if, if, if you're interested in, in um, looking younger, well, the makeup, is, forget the, forget the eyeshadows, just become more spiritual and it'll start reversing. It's very possible. Oh. People can do this. Uh, seven, eight years ago, I started looking a little ragged with gray hair and stuff. And that's mostly, you know, pretty much corrected. And uh-huh. uh, it's something everybody can do because all we have to have is enough of a certain enzyme in the body and the body will create the reversal on its own. So right. you can read right. about it in the book. And of course you can, you know, Google stuff like this and you can find it too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's certainly true. Well, you're, you're welcome to stay on with me, uh, Augie. Um, I'm going to be bringing in Susie Ward now. Do you know, are you familiar with her work? She's channeling, she channels her son, Matthew, and has channeled him since early, early nineties, 1994, 93, 94. Um, he channels uh, messages from the other side about humanity's bright, beautiful future and helps with the ascension. So I think you'd find what she has to say very interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you... I, I don't want to take anything away from her. So no, 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 probably... no, no. It, it'll be, it'll be okay. I'm sure it'll be okay. And um, cause I often invite guests, from my other segments to be with us as well. There's Susie. Hi, Susie. Can you see us okay? We'll get her on. Okay, can you hear us, Susie? Okay, could you, Susie? Um, could you try sign language? Maybe that would work. Or you could write your words on a piece of paper and hold it up. Maybe. Okay. Wow, wow. Okay, that's good. Can you hear us? Okay. I can. And can you hear me? Well, you're muffled. Um, I think. I think for a present, I'm going to buy you a nice microphone and send it to you. <laughs> yes. Ted, I have I have a new microphone with camera and I have tested it with two others and I came through fine. Oh you did, okay. Well <coughs> we we got some interference at the beginning. I won't tell you all the things that, that happened, but I'd I'd spent uh, quite a bit of time outlining the show and everything and questions for you and Matthew. And I couldn't pull it up on my computer. It will, will not work. Probably after the show, I'll be able to pull it up and look at it just fine. But at the point where it doesn't matter anymore. But um, anyway, I did remember your name. I remembered Augie's name, fortunately. So mm-hmm. I could introduce you. But um, but let me ask Don, can you hear Susie okay? Is her, is her volume all right? I, hopefully you're you're okay. Yes, yes, she sounds excellent. Okay, a little, little low, but excellent. She's fine. Okay, okay. Um, Susie, is there a way to turn up your volume a little bit? I don't think so. The okay. volume is closer to the microphone. 
A little closer to the microphone, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think I think that'll work. Okay, you can yell at me too, Susie. Usually, I don't say, tell that people, but you can yell at me if you want. It's fine. So. You no, know, I, I am I yelling? <laughs> no, you're not yelling. <laughs> um. Well, uh, are you hearing me clearly? It, it's okay. It, it's acceptable. I think Augie, can you hear her? Okay. Well, she sounds like she is in a barrel, and uh, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, well, I've got an idea. If you want, um, let me see. Uh, let me, um, it, as long as, if it's okay with Don, Don, if you can hear her okay, we'll just go with this, I guess. So. Hey, I just lost you. Okay. Um, no, I totally lost you. Um, okay. Um why don't you let me type out a number you can call and let's the last time you were on i know you you talked on your phone um i, I know which i don't like doing really. i i know i know what you mean but um try calling that number if you like um let me get you back um okay okay now I have you back. I can see you. Okay. Um, and want that. Um, well, let's, let's go ahead and start the interview. Cause I, I don't want to burn up a lot of time t dealing with technical things. Um, if it's if it's okay with Don, we can just roll it with this way, I guess. But uh, anyway, well, Susie, you you um, you channel your son Matthew on the other side, who gives uh, messages uh, regarding our ascension and and what's going on in the planet. Okay, okay, that's great. Okay, thanks, thanks, Don, so much. Well, tell us, um, Susie, um, there uh, Matthew's message came out on April first. Hey. I'm sorry. April 3rd. April 3rd. Okay. Um, okay, good. Uh, April 3rd. And he said there was going to be another lockdown. Is that right? Uh, some, uh, one of these goofy lockdowns. And that, that, that's what he said. Yes. Okay. Uh, he said uh, a period of chaos. Okay. Inevitable. And a I think he said a brief lockdown seems certain. I think that's what he said. I see. Okay. All right. Would it be less than 20 years or more than 20 years? Do you know? Oh, less. Oh, yes. Absolutely. All right. Way less. <laughs> well, we all want to be safe, don't we? <laughs> and that's what he said. Um that it will be protective and um okay he's reminding me um a surge in awakening for earth civilization uh, a third what sorry uh. it, it will be a an awakening 
Awakening. Okay. Yeah. For okay. Earth civilization. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. So it's um, it's a positive situation. I see. Okay. 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 Well, that's a good thing, and that's a good thing. Yes. So, do you think? Do you think, according to Matthew, this is all part of the divine plan to wake humanity up? Um. Yes. He okay. Said, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and furthermore, uh, the divine plan, which is uh, takes into account meticulous organization, um, is right on target. Okay. Well, that's nice. I get frustrated sometimes because I'd like things to go faster, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting very impatient. Right. Right. At times. At times. Right. I sort of back off and figure that the universe knows more than I do. Right. Right. I'm just leaving it up to God and all of the divine planners to let this unfold in the order in which it must. Hmm. Well, as you know, the United States was born out of revolution. And um, all of the, the star patterns... Um, that were present in 1776 from the period 1776 to 1812 are present again today. France right now is in turmoil. All of France is in turmoil. There's not one city that's not protesting against Macron. Um, and I think it's going to get to that point here as well. Matter of time. We're like Augie, Augie's my, uh, this is Augie, my friend of, uh, with his another, he has his own show as well. And he was on my, as my first guest, but, um, but um, I think he he said earlier that Susie that uh, um, it's it's a uh, the U.S. is a sleeping giant basically, um, but once we awaken, then look out. Once we get going, kind of like in World War II, we, we really get going. So I, I kind of look at that same thing happening here as well. So well, Matthew agrees with Augie. Okay, great, great. Um, it seems that. Uh, this country, the United States, has deviated so drastically right. what the founders intended. Right. A sovereign republic, and down through the decades, um, this citizenry was um, oriented to become quite arrogant about uh, being the best nation in the world, mm-hmm. the world leader, the most powerful nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, um, it, that, that was by design because this is a huge center of um, the the various platforms 
that the darkness set, set up that extend of the tentacles um, are worldwide. And they, it's Wall Street and um, the control of the global economy. It is in Washington. Yeah. Um, um, uh, pardon me, Susie. Um, I think maybe um, I, I want people to be able to hear you clearly, okay? Yes. And the problem, even though Don can hear you, I think um, it would be good if we could uh, get you, uh, if you could, don't mind, uh, if you could call, call in on that number I gave you in the chat room, and I'll put you on speaker. I think that's what we did last time, and you were very clear, because, you know, what you have to say in Matthew has to say is very important. And I want people to be able to clearly hear you. I think there's some issues now about uh, uh, clarity. So if you don't mind, if that's okay, I'm, I'm sorry to inconvenience you. but no, no, if, It's okay, but I don't have that number. Please give it to me. I, I just sent it to you in the chat room. Um, uh, I, okay, I'll send it to you again. I, can you just tell me? Um, all right, well, um, 509 is the chat just came through. You can see it there. Do you want me to call you on your number? Why don't you give me your number? I'll call you, okay? Uh, no, I just got it. 509-750-9793. That's fine. Right? Okay. <laughs> Here I go. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you'll have to turn off the volume. No, if you need to. There you go. There you go. Go, go ahead, Susan. No, we're still getting it. Can you turn off the volume on your computer, please? If you need to turn off Zoom, otherwise you're going to have this. Wait a minute, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, why don't you leave Zoom and, and just stay on the phone? Good. Perfect. That's much better. Okay. Okay. I think it indicates that you and I are talking about something very important because I have no problem with Zoom or audio or video. Except when you're on with, with anybody me. else. Yeah, well, um, that's okay. That's okay. But um, anyway, you talked before about the platforms of the darkness on this planet. Uh, yes. And how what has been going on in this country has deviated so drastically from what the founders intended right. as right. a sovereign republic. Right. Um, and actually, very shortly after that, 
um, the powers that be, and at that time, royalty, uh, because they have been a, a at the peak of the Illuminati, uh, you know, for centuries, mm-hmm. uh, they formed a corporation. They eliminated the uh, the Constitution, in essence, and made United States Corporation. And we are employees because that still is in effect. And also, the the citizens down through the three centuries or so, or mm-hmm. four, or, um, no, three. <laughs> I, I, I'm making us older than we are. Yeah, um, that's okay. <laughs> the country. Um, it's as if a mind control programming has been going on that uh, created a population of people uh, who were indoctrinated to believe this is the greatest nation on earth. This is the world leader. Um, This is uh, everybody. Uh, All the other countries really are inferior in a way uh, to this country and that was programming it's not that the individuals have that arrogant outlook but it's the aura that has been created and um, the tentacles from uh, from the United States go around the world economically primarily but also uh, ideologically and it is uh, it's as if the United States is a bastion of the evil doing that is global mm-hmm. that makes uh, perfect sense it's, they turned it on its head uh, especially well yeah, I agree. People don't realize that history, do they? Uh, many people no, don't. No, no, no many people not don't. at all. No. Uh, one, uh, well, the way that people in this world have been controlled mm-hmm. is because the Illuminati uh, control information. They yeah. do it through... Uh, schooling from kindergarten through uh, PhDs uh, and so that includes of course all textbooks they own the companies that publish textbooks so the information that is being taught is what the Illuminati want to be taught they control uh, mainstream media. They censor the internet. Um, and um, centuries ago, they infiltrated 
religions so that um, which is they made they took the spirituality out of religions and wrote the dogma okay. uh, I mean the amount of deceit Right. That has been created is uh, it, it is it's almost unimaginable. I'm hearing from people who say it doesn't sound logical that some people control the rest of the people in this whole world. I, I I've gotten uh, actually. That's something I heard from the Thea Boas as well, from Samuel Chong at my conference last weekend. Um, um, by the way, if you haven't gotten the link, uh, I'll make sure you get it, okay? Um, yes, please, because I didn't get it. All right, I'll follow up this afternoon. I'll, you'll have it by tonight. So. Okay, and Ted, could you please speak a little louder? You want me to yell at you? Sure. Okay. I, I, yeah, please yell. Furthermore, am I speaking too loudly? No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, okay. You're fine. Okay. And you can you can say up to fifty swear words per hour too. That's the, the rule of the of Don at BVS. You can uh, that limit. So anyway. Okay. Let <laughs> me <laughs> know if I exceeded. <laughs> I, I have, I have, I, I couldn't think of more than just a few swear words myself. I mean, so anyway, but it's, um, but, um, but uh, anyway, uh, hold on. Uh, I think Augie wants to say a swear word. Go ahead, Augie. Yeah, I just can't help it. I have to jump in and support what she's talking about. Some of this is hard to believe, but there is a guy, J. Edgar Hoover. He spoke at the Elks Club in 1956, and I will quote what he said. Okay. The individual is handicapped by coming face to face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. The American mind simply has not come to a realization of the evil which has been introduced into our midst. It rejects even the assumption that human creates could uh, creations could expose a philosophy that must ultimately destroy all that is good and decent. That was said by J. Edgar Hoover in 1956. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's. Thank you for sharing that, Augie. Another guy. Uh, the head of the CIA under Ronald Reagan, he said, when we find everything the American public believe is false, we know our disinformation program is working. So uh, I tell you, she is right on the mark. She's just missing these definitions that I just read to you. Thank you, Augie. Um, I uh, I don't want to take credit I don't deserve. I have been told this by numerous of my sources. And obviously it is what I believe. And I talk about it because it is the truth that has been given to me. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you're a wonderful channel, Susie. I love listening to you. We always come up with some fascinating things and from both you and, and your beautiful sons, uh, Matthew. Um, what, what is, um, the time frames are hard to, to know, but um, I was told before that um, last month, February, March, and April were going to be uh, uh, months of a lot of turmoil. Uh, will things be getting better next month? Uh, how does how does what what do things look like from Matthew's side? Um, the turmoil is going to increase. Oh. Uh, we're seeing it not mm-hmm. only in France, right. but many many other countries, mm-hmm. and it has been going on. It's almost as if it's contagious. The uh, some of the people are awake. They realize what their governments are doing, mm-hmm. and they are rebelling. Mm-hmm. And if this is going to increase, it has to. Um, the the people have to take control. They have to feel empowered to. Uh, and, and they are feeling empowered to make changes from what is, um, uh, okay, Ma- Matthew doesn't use the word evil, but I can, um, because evil has taken over the world. Right. And uh, what, we, what we are seeing now is the people in one country after another rebelling and getting rid of uh, people in government, getting rid of government policies. Uh, and so this is going to increase, which it must. Mm-hmm. We are having a monumental amount of help from other civilizations. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, this is why the United States, perhaps, especially here, um, there is, if not outright denial, of other civilizations, it is simply not discussed. It's as if um, why just why waste your time discussing something that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. And furthermore, it is totally ludicrous that um, billions have been spent on setting up uh, these towers uh, and huge uh, dishes uh, trying to pick up some signal from off planet uh, as if uh, maybe we can pick up some sort of tone or a blip or something that would indicate there are 
other civilizations. That is so ludicrous. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, not everybody in government, but certainly those that are controlled by the Illuminati or are Illuminati know that there are extraterrestrials right here on Earth living among us. They know there is telepathic communication with off-planet, highly evolved civilizations. They speak all of our languages. Uh, they are so far advanced from us. Uh, they have far greater brain power uh, than we do. And, of course, that is by design, too. We have been dumbed down. Right. Right. I, I, I agree. Totally agree with you, um, Susie. Yeah, there's, there's just so much going on out there. And I know... Yeah. 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 Everything that has been controlling civilization after civilization um, from... Um, well, not the very first, because Earth was absolutely a magnificent planet, right. uh, populated by intelligent, loving people. Uh, and in the beginning, all the people and the animals and the plants communicated telepathically. Hmm. They lived in total Harmony. It was a magnificent symbiotic organism, all one of them. Uh, and, um, but, you know, eventually the darkness uh, descended like it did elsewhere. And um, so what is going on today is not only on Earth. It is universe-wide. Mm -hmm. uh, and, well, whatever happens anywhere uh, in the universe affects everything else everywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, it is... Um, uh, okay, love and light are the very same energy. Uh, we think of light as science. We think of love as uh, more spirit. Uh, and science and spirit are one and the same. Mm -hmm. Just as love and light are one of the same. Mm -hmm. And that energy, the most powerful force in the cosmos, mm -hmm. is... Uh, Cosmic consciousness, mm -hmm. uh, creator, the mind of creator. Mm -hmm. And things got way out of hand after creator gave the gift of free will to all souls. Interesting. In the seven universes. This universe is one of seven. Interesting. Okay. I, I uh, The Pleiadians actually took me to um, 
a place outside of this universe where I was able to observe the seven, the other universes. And there was like a, they were all kind of like eggshells and there was a light band around them zigzagging where you could, they said that I couldn't cross, but I could look at it. And uh, it was very interesting. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It was real, real interesting. Um, that's what they said. And, um, I asked them where the happy mail came from and they pointed out to the universe that it's, it came from uh, earlier. So that was interesting. Uh, just kidding. Of course, but where, um, what came from? And never mind. Uh, happy meals. Never mind. But, um, oh, anyway, <laughs> happy meals. Okay. <laughs> never mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember the dream. It was about a couple of months ago. They took me out late one night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ted, have you heard of the book, The Cedars, S-C-E-D-E-R-S? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, it's comparatively new. Okay. I think it was published uh, toward the end of last year okay. by Elena Donnan. Uh, oh, oh, yes, I've heard of her. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have just started reading it, mm -hmm. and um, it is. Um, and, and every now and then, I come to something, and I think, "Oh, Matthew told me that." Interesting. Or Hatan, or mm -hmm. uh, um, now I have also spoken with representatives of. Um, I think it's 14 uh, highly evolved civilizations, and uh, some of them are so highly evolved, they operate as a collective unity consciousness. They are individual souls who know that they are part of the oneness. Mm. There is no separation. Mm. And each of us is a soul. Uh -huh. uh, wow. We're wearing the bodies that we chose for this lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are so far more than what we think of ourselves as, sure, right. um, you know, having a personality and interests and skills and talents and friends and family and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we, we do. Mm -hmm. uh, this is our physical experience, but we are an aspect. We had our beginnings in Creator, mm -hmm. and we are connected to Creator uh, through the God of this universe, that Creator, well, Creator selected a God or a Goddess to mm -hmm. co-create and rule over each of the seven universes. And he selected a god for this universe. And, um, you know, 
uh, calling this supreme being of this universe God is like naming a baby girl girl. But it's, uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, God says, hey, call me by whatever name uh, you want. I answer to all of them. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I get so involved in these um, related things that I tend to keep digressing. Oh, that's okay. uh, from the central point, and I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> well, okay, we were talking about the seven universes and how fascinating that you have be, been able to look out at the other ones. What it, what inspired me, there was actually a Star Trek episode um, on the first Star Trek where Spot and Kirk decided, um, I guess they were bored one Sunday afternoon, decided to take a travel in the universe. So they took a shuttlecraft, and, or they took their ship, and they went to the edge of this universe, and they wanted to see what was beyond. And uh, they, they reached an area where there was just nothing there. And so I asked my Plydean friends, I was aboard the ship, it was a couple of months ago, and I was curious about what was out there. So we, they took me on a trip and we went beyond this universe. Um, it's um, this, this uh, universe, by the way, they gave me the equation some years ago. It's, oh boy, I kind of remember it. It's, um, it's the number 10. And then the square root, uh, the, 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 the square of that 275 square by another square, that's the length of the universe. And they were, we were able to travel beyond that. And then there were like um, seven, six or seven eggshells. They were universes, but they were kind of like an eggshell pattern. And there was a zigzag beam of light that they said you cannot cross. And I said, that's fine. I don't want to. Um, and they said those were other universes there, and there were also there was a they were strictly um, prohibited. You couldn't go beyond a certain point, but you could take a look. So I did. It was very interesting, actually. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You are light years ahead of me in your experience. Oh. Well, next time, next time I go, uh, I'll see if there's an extra seat on the craft, and maybe Augie would like to come along too. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, but you know, we can, I, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, fa- it was fascinating going out. I was told it was totally unexpected, but they, they took me out there. So, um, and, yeah, yeah. and that's why I mentioned, uh, Elena Dunnan's book, oh, right, The Cedars. Right, right. Uh, it is, uh, a fascinating account of, um, other civilizations uh, and how Earth was populated. We did not start as amoeba in the sea and evolve from that. Interesting. And yeah. that is so, that's another thing that is ludicrous. Yeah, right. How could uh how did any of the amoebas, um, which are um, single-celled um, 
organisms. Primitive life forms. Right. Um, how did any of them, they have no reasoning ability, and, mm -hmm. um, well, it's all part uh, uh, of the master plan of control. Of, yeah, of, of great deception, of great deception. To be, yeah, to be, and mm -hmm. we did not evolve from monkeys either. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I didn't think so. Um, I, I wanted to ask Omni if he had any questions for um, Susie. Well, uh, maybe he's not there now. But anyway, um, but uh, you're welcome to jump in, Augie, if you have any questions uh, for our dear friend Susie here. Um, that's fascinating. Yeah, you know, in, in schools, which you were mentioned before about uh, that they were, um, oh, there, here he is. Do um, you have any questions for um, Susie, Augie? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um... There is, I guess, there is so many questions you don't know where to start because the well, whole concept is a big question. Yeah, but we, 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 she's just talking now about um, how um, you know the, the in traditional textbooks uh, on this planet, we're taught that we we you know we we evolved from amoebas and and monkeys, which I think is false. I think she's yeah, right. That's, yeah, the question about that, you know, if we evolved from monkeys, why do we still have monkeys? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, only some of the monkeys yeah. decided they wanted to be human. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And why is why is the amoeba still around? So no, right. that didn't work that way. We've been seeded from space for millions of years and created societies that grew to a certain point and got wiped out by natural disasters or. We, in the past, did it to ourselves again. Or Now, the, uh, the written history of mankind that involves the Anunnaki, and they did create a species they called man. It's written down 35,000 years ago to 5,000 years ago. They was written right. down about this. Right. So that they did, but they only created one race. And or improved on something that was, and um, we like the Dogon people in Africa. They oh, they're fascinating. Five thousand years ago, they had someone come down from space and say, "Hey, you're still here. You know, we we created, uh, put you here," and they came from Sirius two, and at that time. Nobody knew that there was a binary star system called Sirius. Yeah, they knew Sirius, but they thought of it as one star because they couldn't see anything different. Right, yeah. That's that's a very good point. Yeah. And right. that's the black race came from there. Yeah. And the, there are others, the Asians, the whites, and there are other races that is here and have been here and are gone. Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And are. there are... You've got to remember that, oh, i got to say that this is good. Uh, about four or five years ago now, they found a perfect human skeleton in Antarctica. But it was only 11 inches long. Really? Yes. Uh, well, this, this is written up in uh, science let me, journals. Let me, let me ask, let me ask uh, Su uh, Susie, did, yeah. have you heard about that? What does Matthew say about that? That's fascinating. Um, I did. I didn't hear everything Augie said clearly. Okay. Um, 
Okay. And what is it you want me to ask Matthew? Well, uh, uh, several years ago, uh, scientists found um, a perfectly preserved human uh, human skeleton um, that was 11 inches long. And eleven inches long, long in in our Antarctica, uh, which is fascinating. Clearly shows that there's lots of different variations and sizes in our own species. Um, but um, I, 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 according to Atlanta, twenty-two different civilizations. Um, the there. Genetically, were involved in um, the population of Earth I've today. Heard the same thing. I heard the same thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, 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 I don't mean. Well, yes, I do. We are both quoting uh, others, other sources. Um, the thing is. Uh, Today's civilization is not nearly as evolved as previous civilizations uh, that lived on Earth. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, the civilizations that lived uh, on Atlantis and Lemuria uh, were far advanced from us today. That makes total sense. Actually, total sense. Yeah, and, yeah. And the Atlantean. The, what's interesting too is um, uh, Augie and Susie. I think a lot of um, a lot of the Atlantean spirits who destroyed their civilization twelve thousand five hundred thirteen thousand years ago are back again today, given a second chance by the supreme being, prime creator, God, if you will, to make the right choices regarding the ascension, rather than destroying ourselves. Some have made better choices. Some haven't. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. People sometimes forget. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, everything that we have been talking about sort of indicates that there is no such thing as death. Bodies die, um, at least on earth, a, 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 a third density world. Um, because our bodies, uh, uh, when the dumbing down happened, right. uh, 10 of the original 12 strands of DNA were put into a state of dormancy. That's right. That's right. And um, those strands that are still dormant um we we lost the strands of, that provide physical immortality Fascinating. there are some civilizations um, where um, the, the the souls can live thousands of years right. that's true and that's very true. Um, they they don't age right. in the sense of getting old and decrepit, you know, like we do. Right. They uh, they grow to what we would call prime years of of adulthood, and um, 
Matthew mentioned in the last message, actually, that there are civilizations where when the individuals uh, feel that they have experienced everything, uh, that world had to offer in the way of their advancement in awareness, in cosmic awareness, they have a party. Uh, <laughs> they, they celebrate all the years and they're grateful. They express their gratitude for everything that they have experienced. And then they simply dematerialize that body immediately at as fast as the speed of thought they are in the other civilization, the new one that they chose. And if it is a physical civilization, they instantly materialize a body that fits in. It can be an adult body or they can join one of the non-physical civilizations that um, are unity consciousness. Those civilizations grow by welcoming all souls uh, whose vibrations are at that high frequency as theirs are. There is so much that is so fascinating yeah. oh. about life in this universe. So much for people in Earth's civilization today uh, to find out about. Fascinating. The Galactics have said we're spiritual babies because we... Um Typically, in the past, we don't live very long, and and then by the time, we maybe we're up, uh, you know, ninety whatever if we're lucky, hundred. But even by then, we're starting to ask questions like, "What's the purpose of all this?" They start you start asking spiritual questions, then you pass on. So you're never able to live very long to get to the core of of spiritual growth. You see, um, but I think that's going to be changing as people live live longer. Augie, uh, love your comment on that. Just grab, grab some coffee. Well, I think when it comes to the age of people, you know, if you if you go back, let's say even a hundred years, the average age was probably in the forties when people die. But yeah. now we see that the age is extending. You know, a big reason for that is also that you know when we have accidents and stuff, you know, there is more medical science now to help us live longer. But we are. We talk about we having a double helix in our genetics. Now, there were some experiments done at UCLA where they found that the indigo children, they had a part of the junk DNA, which they call it. There's no such thing as junk, but... Right. The, the loose ends that are sticking out of, off from the uh, double helix, it was assembling itself into a third strand. 
and that was the indigo children. Fascinating. So you can see that we are growing in genetic capability. And right. these indigo children, they are very telepathic. Some of them can actually move things physically right. with yeah. their mind. And these things are accelerating as we go into this region right. of space, which some right. people call the photon belt, right. which will right. uh, separate us and yeah. go into the fifth dimensional existence. Okay, I want to ask Susie a question followed by you, Augie. Susie? Yes. Um, what is, uh, you know, in the SHOT program, they have the mRNA. I think there's a lot of sinister motives behind the mRNA, including the mixing of reptilian and gray uh, DNA with human DNA and the shutting down of our capabilities. Has Matthew talked much about that? I, I, I don't see anything good from the mRNA. I, all bad. That's what I look at, how I look at a total control. Um, well, Matthew says, um, okay, first of all, a reptilian DNA um, is um, the reptilian race. That they have a bad rep, as all of them are bad or evil. That is not true. Um, well, there are benevolent um, reptilians, um, and they and I have had a long conversation uh, with a reptilian fleet commander. And uh, mm -hmm. he said that of probably of all the races that want to uh, either have the rest of the reptilians turn into the light mm -hmm. or just willingly leave, mm -hmm. they are, it is the benevolent reptilians who want that most of all they are uh, they are powerful defenders mm -hmm. of the light mm -hmm. okay. and um, the there are little grays that um, are also benevolent mm -hmm. they also have had a bad rap and of mm -hmm. course you know, that's intentional, too. Um, I would like to pick up on what Augie said. Um, I've heard the same thing from Matthew. Not only the indigo children, but the crystal children. Um, they, their dormant strands are being reactivated. The the light on the planet mm -hmm. is intensifying continuously. Mm -hmm. That means all the frequencies, the vibrations on all the frequencies are continually rising. And that is what is changing carbon-based cellular structure mm -hmm. into crystalline and it is the crystalline cellular structures that are activating some of the dormant 
strands of DNA. Mm -hmm. And um, souls coming in, many of them are coming in with more activated strands. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, of course, is part of the divine plan um, because it is so necessary for Earth's civilization to save itself, create the kind of world that the people want. This is their world. Mm-hmm. It's not any other civilization's world. They are helping, and they can do that because Gaia the soul that embodied as this planet, uh, Terra, that somewhere along the line, uh, it was started being called Earth. Um, but, uh, Gaia has, does not want any more suffering of her people. She doesn't want any more false information or wars mm-hmm. or pandemics mm-hmm. um, none of those are by accident all of them have been right. by intention of the darkness right. and mm-hmm. long before uh, earth's civilization is going to uh, live for thousands of years mm-hmm. long long before that right. they have to learn about the lies that have been uh, perpetrated and perpetuated uh, that led to this mess that Earth is in now. They have to learn uh, how the COVID-19 pandemic was planned 10 years ago. Right. Right. They have to learn that religions uh, have been so corrupted mm-hmm. that they are actually a form of mind control. Mm-hmm. They have to learn to be discerning about all information, uh, including channeled information, because mm-hmm. some uh, channels or, or receivers of transmissions aren't aware that they are reaching base entities that are giving fear-filled false mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, some information that is claimed to be channeled Mm-hmm. It's written right here on Earth hmm. by uh, minions of the Illuminati. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. Susan. So, uh, the people need to learn these truths mm-hmm. that are affecting their lives right this minute. Mm-hmm. And then, add us the uh, population evolves uh, because a lot of them are still at 3D 
third density in spiritual and conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. They need to, the awakening comes uh, as they enter fourth density, and that is personal ascension. And then when they have learned those truths mm -hmm. and have greater awareness, mm -hmm. they become fifth density. And again, personal ascension. And Earth is has been on a steady ascension course location-wise and is now, and as you said this just in the last message, um, Earth is midway through fourth density and rising steadily to her destination in high fifth density. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Wow, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, is it possible the Earth will go beyond high fifth? I'm, I'm sorry, is it possible Earth is what? Uh, Earth for Earth to go beyond the high fifth de uh, density? Um, yeah, actually, I talked with Matthew about that. Earth, the planet, um, was originated in high fifth density, and so was Gaia. And um, when this civilization, uh, you know, the people today, um, if they reach high fifth density with Earth, and that depends on the longevity clause in their soul contracts, um, they can choose to stay at that density as long as they wish mm -hmm. before they evolve. And Gaia, once all her people are safely back at that density, may want to evolve too. But the planet will stay there. I see. Interesting. Thank you for explaining Because that. the planet by the time it gets there, will be totally restored. When it was originated, the entire planet was a Garden of Eden. Mm. All right, now it has a greatly different topography mm -hmm. because of everything that has happened uh, since then. Right. Uh, there were no... Uh, the land masses were more connected. Um, the so that means that the seas, the oceans, uh, were connected and not interrupted with uh, uh, you know scads and scads of little and big islands, mm -hmm. and there were no mountains, you know, going up to, what, 15,000 feet or more. Right. But um, Gaia is pleased with um, the um, different topography. And uh, 
so are her residents, especially those that like winter sports. Mm -hmm. So that will remain. However, um, deserts will become arid and uh, uh, earth and uh, waters and soil that are now so polluted will be totally cleansed. Um, Areas that have been scarified, square miles Mm -hmm. that have been scarified Mm -hmm. um, will regrow because the trees are an essential aspect of the health of the planet and all life on the planet. Many, many magnificent changes are ahead. Well, personally, I can't wait. You know, I can't wait. And I want people to know that, especially when they look at Fukushima, when they look at the Gulf oil spill uh, back in 2010, when they look at the most recent planned poisoning of Ohio and Pennsylvania by the cabal of bidoxins. I know it's going to get cleaned up. People have to remain strong, and they can they can help with the, with the cleanup too by saying certain healing prayers and asking for galactic help. Um, and it is coming. And I know that they're, they're the galactics are helping with with the cleanup of Ohio and Pennsylvania. They are, and this is because God is honoring uh, Gaia's request that. Um, she have help because the the state of the planet today is beyond this civilization's ability to uh, restore. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. Earth has been so damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, for instance, mm-hmm. um, oil. And natural gas, um, her blood, her circulatory system, the planet's circulatory system, Mm -hmm. the air uh, up to the atmosphere, it's her respiratory system. Mm -hmm. Think how polluted it is. Think how much oil has been extracted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, So all of that has to be restored, mm-hmm. and that is why we are having so much assistance in uh, raising the vibrations of Earth through the light that's being beamed from far distant, highly evolved civilizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. And... Um, Okay, I will be 90 in a few days. I'm not going to be around to see all of this Mm -hmm. fabulous evolution back into the pristine Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. But my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, and my great-grandchildren's families, Mm -hmm. they will live in a planet 
in a world that is so far much better than it is today. And I, I want to tell you, Ted and Augie, a deer just walked onto my back slope and is nibbling the grass back there. She's about four yards away from me. Oh, how beautiful. And nice. Uh, she is looking at another deer that is approaching through the trees. Mm. So this is my own little spot of paradise. <laughs> and so I beautiful. am so grateful that I am so blessed by this. And now the deer is looking in at me because I am standing and waving at her mm -hmm. and telling her I love her and she is beautiful mm -hmm. and she's not afraid. Oh, what a, what a beautiful story. Wow. Yes, isn't it, though? Well, th th that's the whole... And, you know, the light in hopefulness is so strong mm -hmm. that it is helping uh, the people waken and co-create the world that they want. Right that they want their families to have. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, we're meant to be happy on this planet. All the animals and people are all meant to live in a paradise. And, oh, um, yes. Living mm -hmm. in harmony with nature right. is a part of what this world will become. Mm -hmm. um, how... In fact, it part of why it left the planet descended, the world changed from the idyllic beginning mm -hmm. is when darkness entered and it inculcated in the minds of the people who had been dumbed down by 10 of 12 strands of DNA put into dormancy. They were able to inculcate in the people's minds mm -hmm. that animals are dumb beasts right. to be right. um, treated brutally if they wanted. Mm -hmm. The idea of war and fighting and perpetually killing one another. Mm -hmm. um, all of that is why the planet spiraled down from high fifth into deep third density and got stuck there for eons. Let me let me ask you this, my friend. Thank you so much for explaining that. Really appreciate your messages, uh, both from yourself and and from Matthew too, Susie. Um, what's going to happen to the negative entities, like the ones behind the um, the intentional releasing of thousands and thousands of pounds of toxic toxicities uh, toxins in Ohio and Pennsylvania? Will they be? They'll be. I assume they'll be leaving the planet because they won't be allowed to stay. Is that correct? Um. It is. Okay. Um, some will be leaving 
because <clears throat> their bodies are so dense mm -hmm. and have only a spark of light that is the body's life force. Our bodies have a different life force mm -hmm. because our souls are eternal. And, <clears throat> excuse me, mm -hmm. um, but their bodies will die because they, um, the higher vibrations of the more intense light, they can't survive. And um, others uh, are being uh, killed. Some are taking their own lives. Mm, okay. um, others are being assassinated to end their influence. Um, and so those are the bodies. Mm -hmm. What happens to the souls mm -hmm. is a different matter. Those mm -hmm. souls will be confined into a density that is corresponding with their dense energy during this lifetime. And that is so dense, they cannot escape it. And there is, um, light is anathema to darkness, which is why light is the most powerful force in the universe. Mm -hmm. But constantly a, a, a tiny a beam of light is uh, sent to that dense, 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 tiny world um, that holds the energy of those souls. Mm -hmm. And if they accept it, they can start over from scratch in a, the most primitive life form. Mm -hmm. that does not have any cellular memory. Mm -hmm. It has, it simply operates instinctively. And okay. they can progress from that mm. because uh, souls are energy. Energy is indestructible. So it has to be changed in its form. And that's what that will do. But prior to um, what I just explained about the souls that do accept that tiny bit of light, prior to that, there is what Matthew has referred to as life print review. It is like a lifelong movie that includes the feelings, physical, mental, and emotional feelings of every life 
that they have touched throughout their lifetimes. And that is what religions could call hell. They feel all the physical pain, all of the trauma, all of the fear, all of the anguish and grief of the millions and millions and millions of lives that they touched by creating wars, by uh, uh, creating, uh, by manipulating a virus and creating uh, it to be contagious and then certainly by the vaccines that aren't vaccines at all. They are solutions with various forms of toxic elements and programmed nanochips. I mean, the evil that some people have perpetrated is almost beyond comprehension. Beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, they they actually uh, targeted uh, red states here in the United States with the more toxic versions of the so-called shot of the shots. And so that in, in California or in, in, in Kentucky has like, it's 20 times more likely you would die in Kentucky versus California. If you were taking the same shot, California is a so-called blue state and Kentucky's a so-called red state. So uh, I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's in my new book. I've written quite a bit about it in, um, uh, uh-huh. there, there's a section, Journey to the Other Side. I've got a section about that whole thing that was coming out last year. So, anyway. Um, well, I would say that none of what are called vaccines, not any manufacturer, made safe ones. Right. 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 And um, many people have died oh, yeah. as a result. Yeah. Uh, others have had serious um, side effects, serious um, mental and physical and emotional developments from them. Right, exactly. Oh, I mean, it, 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 it's hard to imagine how sinister this whole pandemic is yeah it is it is and notice what they did too they prepped us for about a year and a half to two years putting fear into the public worldwide and oh yes yeah and then, and, mm-hmm. and and they're not letting go yet no they're not and there still is this huge lie that um pandemics are going to be with us forever viruses are going to keep mutating you are going to continue to need vaccines i mean the greed Mm -hmm. is another uh primary facet greed um is in the equation with evil and destroying uh, billions of lives and enslaving the rest. And none of that, none of that is going to happen. Right. And that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing for you to say, because um, this, this program is not about doom and gloom, but rather raising consciousness 
to give people hope for the future because we we have a beautiful bright future ahead of us that's what all of my guides have told me and they've always been right so um I'm oh glad yes heard. yes that's what my sources tell me too yeah right 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 because the light is always stronger than the dark and so no matter what the dark does it's not going to be successful um yes and um uh, one way in which people are waking up is not believing everything that mainstream media uh, are publishing. That's right. Uh-huh. That's because right. that also includes movies mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, like Independence Day and War of the Worlds and mm-hmm. um, where extraterrestrials are portrayed as hideous monsters uh, that want to uh, annihilate the planet or uh, all the people or enslave them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. all part of the indoctrination of, of fear. I know. Because fear is... Uh, such a powerful emotion and it blocks uh, the that's right uh, a person's connection with that's um their heart mind uh the soul's guidance that's right that's right um susie we've got a few minutes left and um, I, I'm only saying this so you can have some time to wrap up, wrap up your beautiful interview. I just also want to thank, um, you have time to talk, but I just want to thank everyone for listening today. Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit, listener-supported show, and your, your uh, support is always appreciated. If you'd like to support us, uh, just go to my website on BBS or please go to www.outofthisworld1150.com. That's, and we really appreciate your fantastic support. Um, uh, if you're interested in any of my trips to Mount Shasta, Peru, um, Please uh, go to my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. And just click on miscellaneous. You'll find my books there, my trips um, coming up to Shasta and Peru, and uh, my spiritual mentoring program. I teach people how to talk to the other side as well as benevolent um, benevolent uh, extraterrestrials. And um, the purpose of my show is to, to, is to raise consciousness and make this planet a better place. And I know if we all work together, we can and will make this world a better place. And I wanted to get that in before I forget. But uh, Susie, we got a couple minutes left. And, and uh, if somebody were to come up to you on the street and say, uh, Susie, uh, you're a great lady. And Matthew is, is, is so wonderful to hear his messages. What advice would you and Matthew give to people who came up to you on the street and said, how can I make this world a better place? I'm just one person. Um, be fearless. There is nothing to fear. Fear is your enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, Learn to forgive um, those that you feel have done you wrong. Mm -hmm. It could be that you are in a pre-birth agreement with them and they did exactly what they agreed to do to help you waken so forgiveness and forgive yourselves 
love and forgiveness and compassion. Start with self. Love yourself. Forgive yourself for what you feel you have done that you are sorry about. And feel compassionate for people who are suffering. But don't get drawn into the drama of it. Very likely, they are doing exactly what they came into this life to do. They are winding up third density karma so they can evolve and be hopeful about the future. Be self-confident. Be optimistic because the light in those feelings is you are generating the vibrations, the energy that is working, going out into the world and everyone is working to it's not even work it is automatic how you are helping the world become so much better wonderful wonderful we have a minute and a half left Susie <laughs> uh, okay I'd like to mention my website oh please um, yes um, uh, it's Matthew Books dot com. Matthew. Two T's in Matthew, plural books. Um, there are messages archived on that site uh, from December 2003 <laughs> to date. And um, uh, I hope people will go to bookshop and read about um, the five Matthew books. Um, you can read about them. Uh, the key topics that cover are covered. You can read a sample chapter of each. Okay. And then there's my own little book, My Conversations with Animals. Okay. And you can read excerpts from that. Okay. So I hope that um, I have given that all three of us, I know we have, we have given your audience a lot of food for thought today, a lot of enlightenment, thought-provoking information. Thank you so much, Susie, for being part of the show today. I know everyone's really enjoyed it, and I especially want to thank Donna and Doug for their fantastic help. It's always great to work with them. And I want to thank everyone for listening um, and supporting my show. The purpose of my show I started 10 years ago is to create a better world, raise consciousness for the ascension. We're right in the middle of the ascension cycle right now. I want to thank everyone so much. If you'd like to support us, please go to my BBS website or please go to um, outofthisworld1150.com. Um, uh, in addition to BBS, I'm also on CloudHub, uh, Brighteon, and various other social networks. And I want to thank Don and Doug again for their help. And Susie, especially you and Augie. Augie knows for coming on today. It's been so much fun having you on, Susie. And I can't wait to, to, until our next um, our next interview. And happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy thank birthday you. To you. Enjoy your trip to Peru. Thank you. I was in Machu Picchu about 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's scheduled for May. If anyone's interested, just uh, 
please go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com under miscellaneous, or just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at at gmail.com. Much love to everyone listening today. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and supporting my show. And I really appreciate you being on, Susie. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, my dear. And Matthew sends love to you and your audience. And Avi. Okay. Thank you, my friends. Bye-bye. Take care, Susie. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.